Welcome to Discipleship on the Go. Jeremiah 15, 16 says, Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. As you munch on this word, may it be the joy and rejoicing of your heart. Get ready to receive Holy Ghost strategies that will help you get to the next level. Here we go. Let's turn to Proverbs chapter 3. Okay. And we'll verses 5 through 7. 5, five seven. Five, seven. Trust in the Lord. You want the King James version? I'm sorry? You want the King James version? Yes, yes, please. Yes. Okay. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thy own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Amen. 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 This is total reliance on God. Yes. This is, I mean, and we say it, lean not to thine own understanding. Trust the Lord with all thy We say that. Yes. But then, <laughs> but then when it comes time to implement it, and now, um, I'm sorry? I say we don't. We don't. We don't. Right, and 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 it's not because we don't love the Lord. It's not because we don't know that we're supposed to trust. But sometimes I think it's just easier and safer to depend on ourselves until we get to that desperate point where we realize there is nothing I can do about this situation. I know. And that's not, God doesn't want to be our last resort. He wants to have First place and supreme authority. It's like, okay, this situation came up. All right, Lord, what does your word say about that? All right, since this is what your word says, I choose to be in agreement with your word, and this is the only word that's going to come out of my mouth. When people say, oh, my gosh, um, you're going to get so sick. Oh, no, by Jesus' stripes, I am healed. I'm already healed. Sickness can't even stay if it comes. It can't stay. I'm yes. healed. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, how are you going to make it? You're not working. You're not getting a paycheck. Oh, but my God supplies all my needs according to his riches and work. It's Jesus. And you, yes. you let those words come out of your mouth and you keep, and if, you, if you're just saying them because it's the thing to say right now, good. But keep on saying them and saying them and saying them and saying them until you become fully persuaded of it. Because it's at that moment that you become fully persuaded that the next time you say it, it comes out of your mouth, it comes out of your mouth with power, and you begin to see manifestation. Amen. We have to become fully convinced or fully persuaded of his prophecies. Yes. Um, Miss Lynette. Yes. Would you mind reading um, that Proverbs again, but this time in the Amplified? Um and I might interrupt you as you read, but um, starting at chapter 3, starting at verse 5. Lean, lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. Okay, 
So now remember we just talked about Isaiah 42:16, where God says, I'm going to turn darkness, I'm going to make darkness into light for you. And he's going to do this by shining the light of his revelation, giving us his insight. Oh, my gosh. Can you have any better insight than the insight of God himself? So let's put our insights down. Let's put our understanding down. Let's upgrade. How about that? Let's upgrade to God's insight. Let's upgrade to God's understanding. Yes. All right. Verse 6. In all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him. Okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. All right. So again, going back to Isaiah 42, 16, he says, I'm going to lead you down unfamiliar paths, down ways that you know not. But if you're going that way, isn't that still one of your ways? Yeah. That's a way that you are going, even though it is unfamiliar. This is the funny thing. When we're going in unfamiliar ways, that's when we choose to depend on ourselves the most. It's like maybe because I I don't know why we trust ourselves to get ourselves out of trouble, but at least that's the way I know. If I haven't been there before, then I just, for whatever reason, seem to think I know best. And maybe because as humans, we're all about (laughs) self-preservation and it's easier to trust ourselves than somebody else, even somebody else who has already been that way. You know, um, I'm thinking about, um, I have a friend, she has been a Girl Scout for most of her life and she knows about the woods and the plants and the snakes and the animals. She knows about all this stuff. And I'm going hiking with her, and she says, "Don't touch that, but it's so don't touch that that plant. Oh, but it's so pretty. I want to smell it. Okay, I'm leaning to my own understanding. This is a pretty plant. I should smell it. She knows that it's you know something that's harmful to me. I should listen to the one who knows in all my ways in those woods, I should uh, acknowledge her because she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Well, in the ways that we're going that are unfamiliar to us, even the ones that are familiar, but we're talking about unfamiliar paths right now. In all our ways, especially in those unfamiliar ways, especially in those unfamiliar paths, we need to know, recognize, and acknowledge God. We need to know, okay, you're here with me. You're not forsaking me. You said that you brought me to these paths, and so I'm just going to trust you. Now, what you're telling me to do, it goes against every bit of common sense that I have, but I understand that you use the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. I understand that your ways are greater than my ways, so I'm going to come into alignment with your ways so that my ways will be as great as your ways. Okay? So in all your ways, no, recognize and acknowledge him. Recognize that he's God and you're not. Recognize that he has all the answers and you don't. But recognize that he wants to give them to you. And as you acknowledge them, as you acknowledge him, then he gives you the answers. And now you're becoming familiar with unfamiliar ways. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. And the rest of that verse, Sister Lynette? And he will direct and make straight and plain your path. 
I am all about plain paths. I am all about direct paths. I do not like negative yardage. Do you all know what negative yardage is? No. Okay, so it's no. a football term. Anybody watch football? <laughs> so it's a football term, which means, you know, when you're on a football team, the goal is to get to the other end of the field to get a touchdown. But when okay. the other team tackles you and they push you backwards, you've got negative yardage. Now you've got more yardage that you need to make up just to get back to where you were to begin with. Okay. It's like when I'm leaving work, I'm not one. I don't like to go out and about a lot. So if I'm leaving work and I have errands to run, I run all my errands on the way home. Like if this, if Home Depot is first, I'll stop at Home Depot, and then I'll stop at Kmart, and then I'll stop at Plaza East. I, I'm not going to go to Kmart and then back to Home Depot. I don't like negative oh. I like a plain path. I like a direct path. I like a straight path. Mm -hmm. It's time efficient to me. I, other people, I'm just talking about me. Mm -hmm. yeah. but he will direct and make straight and plain your path. You won't find yourself uh -huh. running all over the place. You will find yourself getting straight to his heart. You'll find yourself getting straight to his answer for your problem. You'll find yourself getting straight to the solution without losing time, without spending extra emotional energy, without getting other people in your business that don't need to be in your business. No. Straight, direct, and plain. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? Amen. Okay, in verse 7, Ms. Lynette. Be not wise in your own eyes, reverently fear and worship the Lord and turn entirely away from evil. Okay, so let me just say that all of these verses, verses 5 through 7, they're all talking about humility. And humility is placing all of your dependence on God and simply doing what he tells you to do. That, that's a huge aspect of humility. And so it's summarized here in verse 7. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Humility. Don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. Don't think you know more than God knows. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Reverently fear and worship the Lord. Proverbs tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's not being afraid of the Lord. But it is so being in awe of him that, God, you are just so brilliant. I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do. God, I don't even understand why you're saying to do it, but I know that you are all wise, and I look forward to seeing your brilliance manifest. Oh, my goodness. That's the fear of the Lord, and that's worship. When you just, when you just totally submit to him that way, that is worship. A lot of people put worship in a pigeonhole where you've got to be raising your hands or you've got to be singing a song or you've got to be, you know, bowing down. And, and by all means, those are forms of worship. But we were created to be worshipers in and out, 20, in it, all day long, 24-7. And we do that by submitting to God, by just acknowledging that he's God and because he's God, he knows best. And he's my God, and he has nothing but good for me and only best intentions towards me. 
So I just trust him, and I'm just going to do what he says. I'm just going to live a life totally submitted. Now, I understand yeah. it take me down rough roads. I understand this might not make me popular with the people. I understand this is going to draw persecution because the enemy just can't afford to let me go, you know, skedaddling down the yeah. road after the Lord. He's going to try to stop me on every hand. But I trust God, and I know that God will bring me out of it, out of it all. Amen. And then it says, and turn earnestly away from evil. When the children of Israel, when we read about the children of Israel coming out of the out of Egypt and, and them being in the in the wilderness, it said they did evil in the sight of the Lord. And I asked God, I said, God, what does that mean? They did evil in your sight. He said they just didn't trust my word. They did what was contrary to my word. Instead of them believing that, you know, they could go into the promised land, they believed that, you know, the people were bigger than them. They That was evil because they didn't align with my word. And that's what evil is. Evil is simply being contrary to the word of God. So it says, turn entirely away from evil. Turn entirely away from going contrary to the word of God. Just hear God and do what he says. He loves you. He's got good for you and good is going to come to you. Amen. We hope you receive the boost that you need to take your next action step. Remember that this is just a snack to tide you over until mealtime when you can sit down and meditate the word. Spend time with God and let him take you deeper and higher. And if you would like to sow into Discipleship Way, you can do so through PayPal, Zelle, Cash App, and our website. Visit the giving page at discipleshipway.com for more details.